guys. Welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Welcome back. We have not seen each other since December. I know, and it's complete horse shit. It's complete horse shit. And here's the thing. I want to take the blame. You know, there's no I, blame. No, I know, but like, I mean, but yeah, I want, you can take it. I want to take the blame because it's like I'm the one that left. You know? Yeah, it's your fault. It is. And it, I also it is. You last. That's so what now I'm that saying. You're taking the blame. I'm yes. just helping you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it twists the knife. Yeah, but I'm not keeping it's score true. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it is my fault. It uh, technically was my turn to travel. You know, and um. It's my fault because the time that I've spent traveling, I've been in Florida. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. You know why? I'm sure some of our listeners out there can can identify with this. I what, got you left have sex for with a me? dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all that refusing to have sex with you. So you went and had sex with somebody else. Who <laughs> I did. Go figure. She did she didn't want to have sex with me. So <laughs> I was like, anyone, anyone? Ah, <laughs> oh, you in Florida? I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, I have to yeah, pay my dude. own way? Absolutely. I got dumped. <laughs> I got dumped. <laughs> Fuck. No, I like Todd. I know someone was asking me the other day. They were like, have you seen Brooke? I'm like, no, she dumped me for her boyfriend. And, and then they were like, oh, do you not like him? I'm like, no, I actually really like him. <laughs> I just like to upset about it well it's worth it it's life however i am i am gonna i am gonna come out there i'm getting things squared away getting squared away getting some business stuff you know figured out you know one of these days i might just (laughs) not live at my parents house (laughs) that's never gonna happen i would not be just I would not be surprised if you and your boyfriend moved in into your parents' house. I like get engaged and get married and they're like, where are you going to live? Oh, I'm just living in the upstairs apartment. (laughs) It's not been an apartment. Brooke, don't you like, don't you do pretty well? Like you've worked really hard and got like, you know, different businesses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, we don't even better since I live at my parents. Yeah. And like, I don't pay for a mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) My parents do. I mean, I will say, I mean, we've said this before, but like your mom is so ridiculously accommodating and your dad that I, I wouldn't leave if I was living there either. No, 100%. What did we say? We already asked him if, if everything falls apart, where are we going to land? If we lose everything and our lives fall apart, we land at the ranch. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's actually really nice. (laughs) Which is funny because Ruby texted me this morning, just speaking of, you know, not really growing up. (laughs) Your youngest. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she was being funny at first. I thought she was being serious. Uh And then I realized that she was being funny. I just get this text this morning out of the blue. Can I get an Easter basket this year? Or am I still too old? (laughs) I'm like, Wait, still too old. I mean, you're only getting older. So obviously, you know, you're not getting younger. So, and, and with my older children, I always got them Easter baskets yeah. and like did their stockings of, yeah. until they were like 27. So I told her that I would keep doing it for her until around then. Uh-huh. Then I didn't do stockings this last year. Cause I'm just lazy. And, and so I was now she's all, really worried. Yeah. And it was also my passive aggressive way of like, being mad at her because the year before 
she was splitting her time between all these different places, but she didn't, uh, she didn't spend very much time with me. So I was like, no, she didn't. She did it. She stopped no, by she for didn't. the stocking. And she then she was, was like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> she was like, Hey, Hey, Gina, you got my stocking. Yeah. Where's my stocking? My- cool. You got my Out. stocking. Bye. Bye. Well, no. And then she was supposed to come back to my grandma's and she went to her friends instead. I was like, Christmas is for family. Please. Jesus. No. As I, as I swear, take the Lord's name in vain. Um, It's a family thing. God damn it. Um, I go, I stopped because you would just come for the stocking or basket and then leave to spend your holiday elsewhere. (laughs) Passive aggressive. Yeah. And then she goes, what? Not true. I'm like, okay, Rue. She goes, I don't like Easter anymore because we don't get to wake up to half eaten carrots or bunny footprints. <laughs> I mean, can't argue with that. Like, that know. was that was the best stuff when you were it was, little. It was the magical time, you know? And I said, I go, LOL, you're an adult, you dork. And she goes, but yeah, a basket is cool too. And then she's like, <laughs> she goes, well, it's not fun being an adult. I go, yeah, I tried to tell you. Don't grow up. Stop trying to grow up so fast. I know. And then she was like, ask me what I, she goes, well, maybe I'll make you a basket. And I said, don't save your money. She goes, okay, I love you. I said, I love you too. So yeah, it's just funny. Just out of the blue. So am I going to get a stocking or a a basket? Am I going to get, do I get presents or else I'm not coming? Or else um, (laughs) Um, I'm not, I'll pass. It's like, well, what time was it at again? Oh man, I don't know. It's going to be tight. <laughs> oh my God. So I have, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. and I'll try to a make window, it a window. No, I, I try to be, it's interesting. So if any of our listeners are uh, parents of older children or have been children of parents who do this, I find it, I try so hard not to be this kind of parent that expects once they have a significant other to be at everything. And I get it because it's really kind of the sucky part of being a parent. I'm sure that your mom, you, you just, this just happened for you recently. So you have your kids, they're there every single holiday. You look forward to it. And then somebody comes in and steals them away because you, they have to be fair and spend time with both families. And a couple of my kids have some difficult parents on, on, uh, for their significant others. And I just tried so hard to not put too much pressure on them to like, have to be here, but it, but to go to a friend's house. No, that is like a, that's a big no, no. But, um, I would, I would encourage parents out there to, to be mindful that, um, they, you know, they have other places to go into, the understanding about yeah, my, that. My mom was telling me that my dad told her that he was happy that, that Todd didn't come home with me <laughs> this time. So that he had time with he, you. Cause he just wants to, he just wants to spend time with me. Yeah. And I am like, just like you, me and Gina are, we are daddy's little girl. Yeah. Daddy, daddy's girls. Yep. It's, it's what we love the absolute most. So it's, it's so much that like, I would intentionally probably sabotage things in my own personal life to make sure like my dad was happy. I know. Well, my dad, so my dad's been gone for, it was 10 years this last November. And that's why I always tell Brooke, I love going to her house. Cause just watching her dad with her 
and he's definitely not old enough to be my dad, but I, I, I he's just so much like my dad. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, makes my heart is full when mm-hmm. I go there. I know we'd love for you to come back. Mm-hmm. And it's your turn first. And, uh, again, I'm not keeping score. I know <laughs> you're like back here. Like <laughs> just the sound of a marker. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Um, we actually, it's funny cause you posted something earlier today. So this is going to come out after Easter, but you'd posted something today and, um, there was somebody who wrote in, uh, and she said, uh, my name is Taylor. I was reaching out because I'm a huge, huge fan of, of YouTube, but you both are so funny and entertaining. I'm always on the road driving from work to, the farm and home. You all make me look forward to the constant driving I do every day because I get to listen to your podcast. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm sure people judge me from, from laughing so hard in my car when they pass me on the expressway. We love hearing that. Yeah. I love, I love hearing that. Um, uh, she said, especially since I drive alone, (laughs) I'm so happy I came across your podcast. I listen to it daily. Well, thank you so much. Um, she said, I realized you all had a podcast from watching Brooks vlogs on her YouTube channel. I really enjoy the video with fitness and just life in general. I was curious when you would start to vlog again. I was also curious on any life updates. So I just launched, uh, I just, we just released a new vlog. I haven't vlogged since like October. I know. I feel like it's before that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Cause yeah. It, I don't think we, I think we had maybe a couple of videos come out, but they were in like September, or like something. September yeah. or end of, end of August or something yeah. like that. So quick life update then. Um, so we did, I did just release the vlog. Um, as far as them coming out consistently, don't expect that right away because I don't have a videographer that I'm, you know, that I'm paying, <laughs> uh, regularly and like trying to have a schedule, but I, I, I do enjoy doing it. Um, even as much as like Gina always hated vlog days, we always had some really fun times. Like, <laughs> we cause, did. Cause we really, we wanted to, you know, do things or honestly, we, we were together regardless if we were vlogging, but yeah, it would kind of push us even, to try to find something like really like that would be fun yes. to watch to do. Yeah. yeah. It, it would push us to, you know, instead of just be entertaining with one another, <laughs> sometimes telepathically, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but actually go and do activities. So we, I really enjoyed them, but I haven't been doing them because I, it was kind of a surprise to myself and to Gina that I was going to sell my house and I needed to move. And like once, you know, sold the house, you only have so much time to get out of it. And then all of my time was kind of put into that figuring things out back in Utah, dealing with selling the house. I was here a ton dealing with some, you know, personal life shit. Why John, why, while Gina was helping me by getting people into the house. So my realtors could actually get it set up to try and get the house photographed and people walking through it and get it sold. We got it done as fast as we could. And then it, it was, was just really fast. Yeah. And then it yeah. was just, you know, I've just been in sort of a transitional period of being here. Um, I haven't really put time into finding a new videographer. I've kind of been trying to, you know, it's like one, put one fire out at a time. Yeah. (laughs) One thing at a time, but we did do a vlog. Um, 
other than that, life update would be that we've talked about this on the podcast already, but I haven't felt that good, you know? So we've already talked about live health. We've had Andrew on and I've now been with, with live health. Oh, and if you, if you guys are listening to this or you have listened to the last one, we talked about live health when me and Gina were taught, you know, learning about ways for us to, you know, age gracefully, feel better, our joints and our bones and our, you know, our hair and our hormones and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. You can go to livehealth.com and I'm pretty sure this is, you you know, a lot of people that have, they're selling something or they can, you know, give you a discount code or they can get paid off of a code are really good at remembering what their codes are. But clearly I don't give a shit about that. But I do have a code. Um, it makes sense. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that that's what the code is. And it gives you. you, it gives you your first month free with live health. So but I've been working with them for almost three months now and I'm starting to feel a whole lot better. Oh, good. Um, and I will start to feel even better. It is a process. I have, so we just ordered new labs. So next week I've got to do, they call it a Dutch plus test. Expensive. A Dutch plus? Dutch. You can do the Dutch test or I'm like a fart <laughs> trick. <laughs> Dutch plus. <laughs> Dutch plus it's Watch a pool of Dutch plus <laughs> <laughs> the skate park. <laughs> hey man, watch my Dutch plus. Skew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't get it. Why is that so funny? Because literally, I know exactly what's happening there now. As we're playing off each other, we can literally picture it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just seeing us in like elbow pads. <laughs> Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like biffing super hard. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. So moving on. We're like, we're like just us? It's just us? <laughs> Nobody else? Okay. Um, but it's a uh, urine test, which... I've done one of these before, but not the Dutch test. So when I've done urine tests before, no, not a drug <laughs> test, just, <laughs> just <laughs> urine samples. It's a 24 hour test where I've had to <laughs> every, you know what I'm talking about? Every so many hours I have to pee in this vial. Is it different vials or like on top? Of I, ha- the next I had one? like, I had like different vials and I remember oh, okay, it, was, right. it was with a doctor I was working with years ago in San Jose. And so you'd pee in all these vials and you had to like, you had to uh, mark them. So you knew what one, like what time you did it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I remember trying to get through and it's, it's 24 hours. So it's like so many hours in between. And I would think like, oh, you know, I'm going to be going to the gym or running somewhere. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, I'm supposed to pee right now. So I have to go home. I'd mess up the test. I'd have to dump all my pee out. I have to start over the next day. Oh my God. Oh, you're just like cruising around town with a bunch of vials of piss in them. <laughs> in, in like a, in like a lunch bag. <laughs> yeah. It can stay cold. <laughs> so the Dutch test is, I think you pee on like little strips of paper and oh, they dry. Way so easier. you just like set them out to dry. But the Dutch plus test is it's also saliva. So you also have to swab like your saliva and basically what it, they're going to be able to but tell hopefully me. on different tabs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I understand is when you do like the urine sample, they can basically see hormones you're peeing out. 
So you can kind of, you can see like what's being used and what you're not using or what's not, you know, how um, it's definitely to do with like amounts in your body. I think if we're peeing out so much of them, then we're not using them. And then you can ch- obviously check levels with blood. You can pee out your hormones. Maybe yeah. that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> As I've aged, I just have like none left. So like, uh, so it's like, I want to be like, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure there's something to yeah, do well, with it's that. Like, it's not the technical term, but okay. Especially, okay. especially if you're supplementing, like even like vitamin D, right. You could okay. be supplementing stuff, right. but if you're, not absorbing, not, if you're not absorbing it, you're just right. going to pee it out. Yeah. 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 Um, and it will also, it's going to check things like that. Um, it's also going to give me lots of information on like my adrenals. So if I'm, you know, my, maybe I'm, I have serious, severe adrenal fatigue, which is definitely a possibility. Um, cause I'm still not really recovering that well, better than I was, but not great. And my energy is a little better, but it's for a very short period of period of time throughout the day. Like for instance, it is a little hard for me to get up and going in the morning, which if none of you know me that, that well, but like Gina knows, I usually have a lot of energy in the morning. Yes. Too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how did you, how did you uh, describe me that one time? Oh God. I don't remember. I feel like like I've described you so many, so many different things. No. Oh no. Oh, that's yes. Cause you're like, you're almost like a Disney princess or something. It's like, it's not what I said though, but it's no. what re- you remind me of. It's like, you hop out of bed and it's like, you're running around the house singing, opening up the curtain, oh, yeah. you know, you know, just all over the place. But no, I don't remember what I said, but yeah. And Gina would be in bed. Like, like yes. <laughs> so mad. And now, and now what? I'm like, <laughs> Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, how they have. So, and then it, you know, it re- it gets to like two o'clock and I am no bullshit. I could get in bed. Oh yeah. And then it gets more weird because then when it gets to bedtime, you have I can energy. stay awake. I could right. stay awake. Yeah. So there's obviously there's still a lot of things where we have to figure out, but the last phone call that I had with them, um, obviously just kind of going over how we, how I feel more of like speculation. Right. And then the tests where I'm about to do will give even more information. And then we can kind of think like, why do I feel like this? Well, this is clearly why, but he, Andrew did say, you know, there's, there's still so many things that we can look at and so many things that we can adjust or supplement with, or try that. I, I still, I feel very confident in his ability to fix me. (laughs) So well, and I think it's not supposed to be a quick fix, right? No, I mean, it, no. they, it's supposed to take a while. Yeah. Right? And that was the thing too, you know, like when, when we, I spoke with him about like how I was still feeling, you know, he said, well, you know, we did like everything we started me out on, um, very like basic entry level because you don't want to make big drastic changes. You know, like I'm taking, uh, thyroid in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
and progesterone at night. I'm taking like a B12 supplement. I've taking something else. I got all, I've got all my medicines on yeah. my dresser. <laughs> yes. Oh, you moved them from the yeah, nightstand. Yeah. yeah. I moved them off the nightstand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just have I just, on my nightstand. Now I just have Kleenex. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple journals, like I, I sorry. Um, planners. I got a book I'm pretending to read and <laughs> a candle. And then I have my picture with me and my best friend. Oh, that's on my nightstand. Yay. But Basically, he said, you know, there is still um, a lot of fluctuation we can do with like upping doses and trying to find the right amounts of things. And then, I mean, then just along the way, it's making small changes and then making, you know, doing blood tests and doing like the Dutch test so we can really see what is like what kind of changes it's doing in my body. One thing I'm excited about with the Dutch test is he said he, he's going to be able to check like my dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, all these levels that I think that, you know, gotta be off. Something's gotta be <laughs> gotta be off. Yeah. You know, trying to help with energy, with fo- um, uh, brain fog, with uh, regulating my mood, you know, so, mm-hmm. but we're on, we're on the up. Nice. Just getting the bigger picture. Yeah. And what, um, and what else is going on in your life? You know, I, I've had people ask me updates. where I've been having people ask me where Maggie is. I didn't know if that's ah. what you're talking about. Oh, no, I wasn't going to. I wasn't. Well, I didn't know I'll, we could talk just, about that. Well, I don't think I'm going to talk about it, but I will just let you guys know if any of you are like, where's Maggie? Oh, man, believe me, me and Gina want to know where she is, too. Yeah. Um, uh, my ex-boyfriend decided to keep her and then hide from me. So we've just been you know, working on finding that cute little troll and we're very close to getting her back. It's just now it's been in the hands of the legal system and you never really know how fast they want to work. Right. (laughs) Well, and like, to be clear, we, the way that the laws are is like, even if you know where she is, you can't, there's, you can't be well, and, someone and, and, that is like breaking and entering. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So we're going, you're going through the legal channels to get yeah. her back. Realistically, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, in the moment when me and my mother and Gina were realizing we can't find your dog. Um, it was kind of, there was a lot of panic because I was in the middle of moving and I had to be out of the house. I had a U-Haul straight out full of, of stuff. Yeah. And, and straight out of the state. Yes. Yeah. And so when things were kind of not panning out the way we thought they would and hoped for, um, we, I seeked legal advice from a friend of ours. And from there, it just, it was kind of snowballing and it was, it wasn't getting any easier to solve the problem. And then once I was working, like going about it the most legal way possible. Um, I realized maybe I should have just, you know, me and Gina and and Courtney should have just put on a bunch of camo and black and just went and got the dog back. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Done like like done a a stakeout and like waited until you know we could find her. Was yeah in a public area where we could just take her because you obviously you are the owner of the dog, but it's yeah. So there's a bunch of legal shit to it, and it's crazy because it's it's really sad. Um, 
because there's just, it's such a small priority for the Santa Cruz. It is very small County police department that they've literally kept, keep putting this on the back burner and not taking care of things. So it's, it's a very frustrating, uh, situation to be in. It's very frustrating. Um, I will have her back. I just don't know when, because it's really out of my control and it's very sad. And we haven't talked about it because, because it's like legal type stuff. It's, you don't really want to, so you don't really talk much about it, but I do feel like it, it was okay to just let you guys know, like, that's kind of the, like the overall story is the gist. Of she's, it. she's my dog. Um, she is hundred percent my dog. She is my, she is certified as my emotional support animal. So there's a lot of things there and we will have her back. It's just, we're now at the mercy of she's been kidnapped. You know, She's been kid. She's been kidnapped. She's been kidnapped. I don't know who would want to nap that troll, you know, <laughs> except for me and you. <laughs> I've like oh, told you for, for months now. It's like Gina's been, you know, if, hey, if I see her. Yeah, it's crazy. If I see I her, I'll take her. her. I know. If I, I see her, I'll take her. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's a pretty small town. So yeah, they're, they're yeah. really, really laying low. They are. Oh man. Um, with that said. I have a, a wonderful boyfriend who would never steal my dog now. <laughs> yes. And uh, a best friend that keeps an eye out because Maggie is, she's, she's, I mean, she's mine and Gina's kind of love child. I feel like, you know, she's very wild. <laughs> she, she has, she's definitely not Becky with the good hair. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> and man, do we miss her? So we will have her back. That's it's getting solved. And if anyone listening to this works for the Santa Cruz police department, uh, I urge you to please, you know, please, take help. Some of this, please help. Please help. Find someone finally take, you know, I know it's just a dog case, but it's not just a dog to me. No. Well, and I feel like a lot of people feel like their dogs are their children. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's crazy to me. Cause if somebody just stole a kid, I'm mm-hmm. sure that they, I would hope, would hope that they would be, you know, more on it. Yeah. But on a really positive, well, that's, you know, the positive part of that is we will have her. We just, it's just, we're waiting. Yeah. And another positive, if you guys follow me on Instagram. So I recent, not, not super recently, I just recently announced it, but I've actually been working on this project with funny enough, um, a distant relative of mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. AJ is a distant relative. I know it's crazy. Wow. Southern Utah founding families. Oh, wow. Um, so regenerative, regenerative pastures. If you guys remember listening to our podcast where me and Gina talked about regenerative ranching, it truly is a passion project for me, um, for many reasons, definitely because it is, it is a practice that we um, I say we, because even if you're not ranching or you're not farming or, or doing agriculture, just by paying attention to where you buy products, where you shop, you know, what businesses, what companies you are um, investing in, that is helping. That is helping make a big difference. And it's something that we can actually do today to really be chipping away at reversing some climate issues. And I know that that prop to a lot of you, I guarantee that sounds like complete horseshit, but it is true. 
Um, if you're interested and I would urge you to gain more information, just research regenerative ranching. You know, it's very big, big animals, big cattle, horses, cows. I mean, llamas really like the goal is to have a diverse farm or, you know, ranch, but those big animals play a huge role in natural like irrigation of soil. And when they are moved from one section of land to another section of land and so on and so forth until they end up back where they started, what they've done is they've naturally irrigated the the earth. They have fertilized the earth. They've cleaned up a lot of the overgrown things, right? They've cleaned up um, bushes and things and it's allowing, and they, they don't come back to the soil or to that area. And it's given the earth time to recover and grow and you have new growth, you have healthy soil. And that is what we need in order to keep the soil and the earth and all the plants growing and living to keep pulling carbon out of the atmosphere. You know, when you think about, like I did a post today (laughs) and it's so funny, like you already gear yourself up for like the people that are sewing just stupid. Okay. Flat out dumb. And if you cannot, and I swear to God, I swear that, and we've talked about it. I swear that people are actually paid to just troll. They might be, but even though you may not agree, let's say you're vegan, right? Because in my post, it even mentions like, this is good for all people, including people who are vegan. That can be a belief. And there are more than enough people on this planet. We don't need all the vegans to also eat meat just because, right? But people do eat meat. Protein is good for you. Whether you decide where you want to get it from or not, that's up to you. And that's totally fine. But you cannot change the fact that the biggest issue in agriculture is not agriculture or cows. It is the mass farming. It's the mass, it's the mass production. It's commercial farming. It's commercial ranching. It's these giant organizations that pr- a lot of them produce really good product that a lot of us love. And it's in all of our grocery stores. But the, but the issue is, is they are the issue. It's when it comes to ranching and farming, it's over like overgrazing land mm-hmm. because this, so it, then you lose soil right now we don't have soil now now the it becomes dirt and when we when that happens and they call it desertification when that happens especially if you're in an area that is drier that doesn't get a ton of rainfall right well we need to pay attention to ways of keeping you know native grasses or plants or whatever growing in that area um so it can be soil so it can keep doing its job and we can keep producing life, you know, different plants, vegetables, whatever. But when you constantly have an area, you know, so many acreage that's just chock full of cows, whether it's dairy cows or, you know, cow like um, steers, things for, you know, meat production. When we, they all just stay in the same area. And if you think about it, we are mass producing constantly. But if you do it in a way where we're trying to, it's like, I kind of figure like this. 
it's a selfish plat. It's a, it's a selfish model because you have a business that wants to, they want all of it. They mm-hmm. want to produce all of it. They want to, they want, it's a, so they can control the narrative. They can control, um, production. Well, they, can they, the they, money. Can, they can control the cost. They can control, you know, the ups and downs of what things cost, which ends up putting small time ranchers and farmers completely out of business. Mm -hmm. But realistically, what we should be doing is what we used to do long before commercializing agriculture even came to be, which is eating regionally. It's, it's producing protein and having, you know, farming vegetation and all the above regionally versus trying to produce nationally. Right. That's just, it, it, that's a no brainer. And it, I, I don't care if you're like, what was one of the comments on my post? Oh my God, Gina, it was, please read <laughs> well, it to me. It was okay. I haven't, I haven't looked at, I just, I saw your post. I mean, there wasn't a bunch of bad ones, on but it was, story. it was, it was comments that I was like expecting, but they're just so stupid. It's like, I just, I can't respect <sighs> people are dumb. It's like <laughs> things like this. I, I expected it. Social media. And it's like, well, you know, trolls, blah, blah. But at this point, how long I've been doing this and like, you know, doing social and in this day and age, that platform is just, everyone has a fucking voice. Everyone's got an opinion and everyone's got a voice and including myself, like I have one too. And so does Gina, but I'm over it. I'm over, like, (laughs) I'm over just, uh, entertaining it, stupid people. Um, it's comments like this. I was laughing so hard. Is the animal happy to have been killed? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, I wanted to comment back and be like, I don't know, but you can ask him. I'll be be sure to ask him next time I'm up (laughs) at the ranch. Hey man, I know that like your life's not necessarily long, but (laughs) do you enjoy, do you enjoy all this space and vegetation and, and grant and water. And, and, you know, you're not overpopulated and, and you're pretty happy. I mean, you do the same thing every day. You sleep a lot. You know, it's like, I've been watching you. I've been watching you and you really don't do a lot. And, um, I hope that, you know, by treating you really well, um, and very respecting the cow, you know, uh, we all have a role to play. Yeah. You got to feed us, but we're not trying to, you know, and and, yeah, go ahead. You're you're good. I'm just saying you're going to get that, that kind of backlash and it's, it's fine. Like there's people that, that really believe that don't believe that you should kill any animals and that's fine. I I will say this. I think that, which is understandable, but even that, even that person that thinks that should also just realize, you know, that other people, we have, well, no, not even more than that. If we didn't, we would have population problems. I mean, you don't want to kill animals. Okay. Well, we have places like all over here, Arizona, everywhere where you can be paid to kill coyotes. Now, if you kill a coyote, you have to, there's, there's rules. They pay you, but you have to, you have to cut their, um, their jaw bone off. They have to like be tagged and you have to take it all into them because Why? there Why are they cut the jawbone. I'm not necessarily sure, oh. but huh. Lakin was telling me what kind Lakin of was animal it was, and it maybe prove that you actually got rid of one. Yeah. Now here's the thing. On one hand, you're like, "Oh man, that's so sad." On the other hand, you're like, 
if you're anyone who has had your dog, your, your animals killed by coyotes, it's like this, this dude is a menace. Yeah. You know, it's so there, there are bigger reasons why the concept of don't kill any animals just isn't going to work. I mean, and even if you, you take humans completely out of it, even though humans are mammals or animals, right. There's just a food chain. Yeah, there, it's, yeah it's, there's always it's, going it's to be survi- it's survival of the fittest. So yeah. as humans, we should just respect the animals more. You know, you have people that like they really don't care to use all the beef with regenerative pastures, which is the company I am working with. It will it is a no waste company. Everything is being used. So not only are they working to and they're we're, we're working to open up more processing facilities regionally. Like the big goal is have one regionally all over the country. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the meat that are, is coming in in that region, you're really just feeding that region versus like how it is now where all of the companies, almost all, I say almost because Good Chop on the box says that it's from the US, but like Butcher Box. Oh man, they're never, they're never going to want us to add some again, (laughs) but butcher box and including a lot of supplements like collagen protein, it's all from New Zealand. It's all from Brazil. Like, like, um, when we had bubs naturals on, when we had, um, them on, he talked about it. Like, yeah. And I connected with him because it is so difficult for them to get good, high quality collagen from in the States, because where you get it from, people end up just throwing it away and they actually get a lot of their stuff from Brazil. Now you have ButcherBox and a lot of these companies that all their meat is from New Zealand. You have uh, uh, Liver King. If you guys know who the Liver King is, you will because we're having him on our podcast. Oh, is he coming? Sure yes, he oh, is coming. Okay. But currently all of his um, supplements that are all, he actually sent some for me to try, you know, like the organ meats and things like that, but in supplement form versus like eating raw liver, mm-hmm. um, they're from cows in New Zealand. Why? Because over there, anywhere outside of the U S there are more regulations on food so that people aren't sick all the time. But oh, here wow. there's like, <laughs> it's not the same, Yeah, you know? So that's when you have these companies that are like trying to promote no hormone, no antibiotics, um, grass, you know, grass fed free range. They're not from here. It's like if companies that want to claim that if they're a big company doing like mass production and they want to claim grass fed, I would question it because there aren't that many grass fed like farms Farms, or ranches that you would have, that you would really be able to produce the quantity that some of these big, big companies, not like a new company, but big, big companies sure. are able to produce. Now, the thing with regenerative ranching or regenerative, regenerative pastures is there's a whole education side that they're working on with new ranchers, new ranches, because the goal regionally is to get these family ranches and people to adopt some changes into how they are doing cows. Right now, luckily, you know, I'm not someone who has to go out and educate, but I do feel like if I, you know, got my shit together, I could really convince a lot of those old, old ornery cowboys, <laughs> you know, how to change it. But it's, it, it is more work for a rancher. It's more work. 
right. because you have to move cattle. I think daily, maybe every couple of days or something like that, but you have to be moving them a lot so we can adopt the regenerative cycle. Um, but what's beautiful about a regenerative cycle is it saves you time. It saves you money, you know, and, when, right. in the end, because you are not, you're never going to have a situation where you're barren where you don't have new growth coming up. Like it's different if it's in the winter time and you have cows and there's snow, but that's also why in a whole different field, you're growing grass and hay, you know, and then you'd have to feed them or whatever, but it's just, it's more work, but it has a huge payoff. And then the goal is with the education side is getting more ranchers to adopt regenerative ranching practices. And now we're able to, we're just, you're basically just adding acreage knowing that every new person with so many acres, they adopt new practices. And now we know for a fact that we're making a difference in terms of like how much like CO2 we're able to kind of pull out of the atmosphere. Um, And on top of that, we completely decrease emissions when we're not paying to have product shipped overseas to the U S so Damn, girl. If I had a mic, I would drop it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a complete passion for mine for many reasons. One super nostalgic. I mean, way of life. I, we have a, we have a family ranch. I've grown up around cows. I've grown up with horses. My dad, you know, the way our family was raised, I mean, I'm the youngest, so I remember this the least amount, but all my siblings remember it big period of time. My parents didn't even, they didn't even have, my dad was talking about, they didn't even have beef. You know, my dad ran a feed mill. Um, and they had a big garden and my parents, they ate out of the garden. They didn't buy groceries. They milked a cow. My mom would go and pick, she talks about it all the time. She'd pick peas and new potatoes and she would make creamed peas and new potatoes. And they ate it all the time, you know, and my dad would go milk the cow. He'd skim the cream off the top. My mom would make, make butter. Like they really lived that lifestyle. And what's so funny is I think there was probably a period of time in my life where it would have been like, wow, that sounds terrible. <laughs> right. You know, like so much work. But, you know, it is true what they say. It's like, as you get older, it's this, it's the simple stuff that is the most attractive. And honestly, it's like, you know, you are a product of your surroundings. So a lot of people, it's really not their fault that they've never experienced that or understand um, a sort of way of life where you really take care of yourself. Like you grow your food or you're more involved in the agriculture that sustains your community or your neighborhood or whatever. Um, but I think it's super important for more people to be willing to educate themselves at least a little bit to understand that it's not an, it's not an easy fix. It's, it's so publicized that cows are the enemy, right? It's like, (laughs) we're well on our way to be dealing with a food shortage and the government telling us that, you know, basically we're well on our way to having the government controlling all of our food. And it never was like that. It doesn't need to be like that. People can have a garden. I mean, you can feed yourself. You can milk if you, if you want, 
you know, and if you don't want, but you don't want to have, you know, the way of life change, you don't want to have the government control your food. You still want to eat really healthy, high quality products. Then all you have to do is, you know, educate yourself, do some reading and really just pay attention to what you buy, you know, shop local. Yeah. Knowing where, yeah, yeah. where your food's coming from. And from there, just by doing that, you don't have to go out and like put in, you know, get dirty and be pulling weeds. And, and well, you know me, you know, I'm, shuck, I'm lucky to keep corn. anything alive. Although I've kept the house plants alive, but no, you're anything good. else, anything else, I'm not so sure. Hey, you know, but we are really good at pulling weeds. Oh, remember all those onions you got? Yes. <laughs> I thought we were going to be onion farmers. <laughs> Turns out they weren't onions, but they were, <laughs> I bet if we tried to sell them, they could have passed as onions. Oh, yeah. We spent, we spent a good, like full day out in my yard. Cause I mean, I still, it's still not landscaped here. What I, where I moved in and Brooke was helping me and we were pulling up all these weeds and Brooke's like, man, you've got so many onions. You're like, we, we could be like an onion farmer. And yeah. then we found out they were, they were the bulbs there. Uh, they were called pink ladies, like a flower. Uh-huh. So we had dug all of them up, Dude, <laughs> but giant piles of them, piles, I piles mean, of them. I was just digging out a plant and all of a sudden, <laughs> as I got down to it, it was as if there were like tens of like, you know, 20, 30, 40, just in a section of yeah. all these bulbs under there. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, Gina, there are onions, these old onions. onions everywhere. <laughs> and we, I was actually pumped. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So we have like six different types of plums on this property. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've got some nuts grown somewhere and now we've got onions. And so we could, onions. I'm like, we started talking about what our name would be for, um, our farmer's market. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were coming up with, a. what was it? We'd start going to the farmer's market. Um, yeah. But what was our name? No, we were talking about goats. That was our goat. Oh. <laughs> No, it was, it was our goat idea, but then we thought we could, we could start, we could start going to the farmer's market and that we also could do goat cheese. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was going to be of called, of course I know how to make that. It was going to be called girls and some goats, girls and goats. Girls yeah. and some, everyone's like, Oh, real, real good guys. <laughs> two girls and some goats. That's, br- <laughs> That's brilliant. Cause it couldn't be two girls, one goat because we well, decided like, well, it sounds super dirty, but no, it's not as if we're like clean. However, we were like, it needed to be, I, I was, I was really set on the fact that we couldn't just have one goat. Like if we were going to have a, we were going to get into the goat business. There had to be more we, than one goat. It had to be more than one goat. And here's how it started. You guys poison Oak goats eat poison Oak. I mean, goats lead anything. And, uh, at the house, well, Gina has a lot of plants weeds, weeds. We're, we're onions in her yard and my house <laughs> down below my old house that I bought and I owned for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I think it was eight. I owned it for eight, but I only lived in it for like four. Yeah. <laughs> um, so an incredible amount of poison, poison oak. oak, like a lot. And it looking down at it was like, you can't even, how do you attack it? Like you really have to like either burn it or we were I don't think just you can burn it. I think it'll go in your lungs or something. That's true. Bad idea. That could be an yeah, old lifestyle too, though. I don't know. I've actually heard that too. I've heard that getting in like when like beach fires, like when you yeah. like, did a fire at the beach, 
and using the wrong wood, like the wrong sticks. They were actually poison yeah. oak. <laughs> it was that, or we were going to just volunteer Colby as tribute because he apparently is not, he doesn't get affected by poison oaks. So we're like, cool. You can go in there. So we're like, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just shove him in there. Prove it, Colby. Strip down, get in the poison oak. Yeah. Prove it. But yeah, that was our, yeah, that was, oh my God. So poor Kylie, actually, we got to probably finish this up, Yeah, but I got to tell you, my daughter, Kylie is, she just has the biggest heart for animals and I've been with her and I, I have to be honest. I mean, everybody knows, like, I'm not a huge animal person, whatever. I don't not like animals. I just don't want to own one. I don't want the responsibility, but I can look at an animal and be like, oh, I love you or you're, you're adorable or whatever. But Kylie is like one of those people that like sees a dog wandering, like, you know, way far away and has to like, make sure that the the animal's owner is there. And I feel like you would be the same way. I would probably be like, like create a story in my head to think that it was fine. You'd be be like, ah, no, they're probably right behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, especially if I was like in a hurry to go somewhere. That dog does that often. I bet. (laughs) I know. I'm pretty sure I've seen that one over there before. So poor Kylie. She was coming back from like a bachelorette party in Paso Robles and they're driving by and there's this dog that's like out on the road. And so they realized, I can't remember what she said. There was like, it was kind of stupid now that I think about it because apparently there was a sign on the fence off the road that said, if a dog gets out, it belongs here or something like that, which you would think that the owners would, I don't know, be more careful, but apparently the dog's gotten out before. So Kylie was like, Oh my God. So she picks the dog up and her and her friend who's, you know, has a wedding coming up, decide that they're going to take care of the dog, put it over the fence. So they put the, the dog back in the yard. Well, they both ended up with the word, like horrible poison Oak. Stop. So the, so the poor bride, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't, I think she has like another week before a wedding. I'm not sure but had like full poison oak. Kylie kept saying, she's like, oh yeah, Ashley has really bad poison oak. Um, and I think I'm like, I feel like I'm getting it, but I don't see any. Cause you know how, when somebody talks about lice, your head itches oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. Three days later I go into work and Kylie's like, Hey mom. And it's just <laughs> on her face. On her face. Oh. She goes, I'm always pulling up my pants. So it's all over my belly. It's all, I mean, bless her heart. Yeah. It was all over her. So she really took a hit for Dude, the know, dog being, being a good person. <laughs> like I'll never do that again. I know. And me being just an asshole mom. I just, I kept looking at her and I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't stop laughing. <laughs> it's all over you. It's like when Michaela got Bill's palsy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to find a picture. You guys, this is okay. I know everybody just thinks I'm a giant asshole. And you know, we got, we got a comment on something saying that we were like mean girls. We're not being mean girls. Like the, like the people that, that we have this rapport with also have the same with us. So I just want to make sure that it doesn't seem yeah. like that. You know, you know, yeah. and we're not mean. You can't, no, it's we're not, not being it mean. can't be mean <laughs> if you're just either stating the obvious or right. you're, you're just, you're like, you're just being, you're just you're being like honest. are praying on somebody that's like I, in a weaker position than you. That's not it. Yeah. So, okay. My poor sister got Bell's palsy and she calls me up and she's like, 
you know, oh my God, like my, my fate, like if, you know, if people don't know what Bell's palsy is, it's kind of like when one side of your face will like paralyze. Yeah. And if somebody out there has gotten it before, it totally sucks. And we're not laughing at people with Bell's palsy. So I had, a, just I, had a, I had a friend that had it when I was like 15, 14, she had it. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. I think it has to do with, uh, shingles. Maybe I, there might be like some kind of connection with different things again, not an MD. Um, but so anyway, my poor sister got this and, um, you know, she was like really scared and upset. So she went to the doctor ends up it's Bell's palsy. I guess it can last for a short amount of time. It can last for a long amount of time, but I, she's such a rock star. She like was, I would have probably sat at home and not gone anywhere. Oh, for sure. I'm so vain. You know, in a, in a vat of like, (laughs) Calamine lotion. <laughs> yeah. Or so I don't know something, but so she ends up going to work like the, the day, the day after. And I'm, I'm in there and I'm trying so hard not to laugh. And she can see, I'm trying not to laugh because you know, all of the expression on one side of your face is completely gone. So then she starts laughing because I'm laughing <laughs> and it's just even getting worse because it's being, you know, more of the, more, movement on the side of her face as she's laughing harder where the other one's not moving. And it was just like the cycle where I was like, I just, I can't look at you. She's like, don't look at me. And like, we just had to like part ways. And then she has a picture somewhere. She was in, I think her, I think it was her brother-in-law's wedding and they had to do a family picture. (laughs) It was, it was a wedding picture. (laughs) She goes, so forever. I'm the one with the Bell's palsy in, you know, in my brother-in-law's wedding picture. Dude. So, but she's, God, she's such a good sport. God love her. Dude, I, anyway. said, I, I said calamine lotion. Cause I even got confused in my own thoughts. I was thinking about, I know I was like, I was, it's thinking, not I was, I was, I was thinking about, um, it doesn't itch. <laughs> no, I was thinking about Kylie with, I know, with yeah. poison oak. Oh God. gosh. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out regenerative pastures and also, uh, oh, if you do want to order from regenerative pastures, you can use the code B E launch like bookends, but B E launch. Cause we, they just launched and I'll give you 10% off your first order. Very cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. And we'll get back to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.